there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. It is Sharp Money. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel filling in for Patrick Maher. Amal Shaw, Dustin Sweetelson are here as well. So let's update our audience just joining us on what the news of the day is. We do have an update, too. Not kind of an update. Kansas City Chiefs, Detroit Lions, of course, kick off the NFL regular season. Coming up in just three short hours, guys, the NFL is back. Preseason doesn't count. It's here. Dude, I went into today going, I don't think I'm going to bet the game. And now I've got like six bets on the game. It's the magic of the National Football League. Amal's the same way. Absolutely right. I mean, look, one of the things that – no, no, no. I, <laughs> hey, hold on a second. Absolutely right. I, I felt the enthusiasm yeah. and the passion. I, was like, Whoa. I told you. I gave you one play. It was over par with my open to the show two hours ago. Yeah, absolutely. Official play. I can put that on. Uh, yeah, over 29 and a half on the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, look, I get it. My argument with him all the time is you want to make money – don't bet everything on the board. Find your best plays of the day. Oh, sure. I think there is, maybe we're not allowed to say this because it's not plus EV. Sometimes you just want to have fun. Yeah. Sometimes no, that's you just want to sit no, there no, watching I, NFL the, games. The unit size, ch- yeah, the unit size yeah. changes if I, I, I'm just betting for I, entertainment purposes. That's fine, and, and that's fair. But still, to me, you know what's fun? Winning. Sure. You know what else is fun? Feeling alive. That and, and hitting a ridiculous plus price on yeah, like, well, like no, That's fine. That's a smaller play. That's not yeah. a problem. But my problem is, like, for example, he's got a first quarter and a first half bet. I, I think in college those are good bets. In the NFL, I'm not as enamored with sure. them. But to me, take your best play of the game tonight. What, what's your best single play of the whole day? So, But my, the reason for my bets, and I can, I can show you some stats to back it up, is I don't think I lose both of them. And they're both at plus money. I think I'm going to win at least one of them because looking back, I went through. Do you want me to go over this real quick? Before you go, can yeah. I see? Because I did tell our audience the, the update that I wanted to tell them. Edwarder reported that Travis Kelsey is allegedly begging Andy Reid to play tonight. So we heard we heard Mick Schaefer come on out snaps. of there, Kansas City, said that he thinks he's going to be limited, that he's going to play. Warder reports that Travis Kelsey is begging to play. Did Edward? At, sorry. Well, I was going to say at some point it's, it seemed yesterday was more negative. Today, the information that's leaking out 
tends to skew in at least that Kelsey would have some role and or fashion, or, you know, and some role in the game today. Now make your joke about Ed Warder getting yelled at by Deion Sanders. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Did Andy Reid ask him, do you believe Kelsey's going to play? <laughs> <laughs> that was well played. That was well. Do you believe? <laughs> Uh, I'm just mad because he nailed me on it. He knew where I was going. He knew exactly where I was going. I mean, come on. It's too easy. With, <laughs> with, with good old Ed, it's way too easy. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> he just was doing the journalistic thing and going, yeah, I, Colorado's brought in a lot of guys. I don't know how it's going to look. You, and man. Dion's going to hold it over him until the day he dies. I'm not, like, I'm, not, I'm not the toughest guy in the world, but my temperament, I don't know if I could do like beat reporter or just reporter no. stuff like that. Because if I were Ed Werder in that moment, I think I would not like snap like aggressively, but I'd just be like, I, I believe you beat TCU. Well, okay, it goes we're celebrating here. It, it, it goes one of two ways. Some people just just like cower. And yeah. Sometimes that's me. Then sometimes I have a hot temper and like I want to fight back because I really believe my side is the right side. It all depends on the situation. In that moment, I can tell you this. I think right now I can outrun Dion. He's missing a bunch of toes. <laughs> you need to take shots as personal help. <laughs> and the, the, they had the camera shot of him sitting on. He had a chair on the sideline, I think, yeah. during the TCU game, right? Yeah. Did he? I don't remember. Yeah. So do you feel better about yourself? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I wouldn't mind. Go, I would go at him because I know he's not coming at me because I can just <laughs> at least run not fast. Either way, though, I still think he probably beats him. <laughs> I'll tell you this. He's still slightly favored. <laughs> you might be able to pull the upset, but I still think you might be slightly favored. Moneyline price. Uh, continue with your uh, your bets. What do you got? So I looked at a few things with betting Kansas City in the first quarter minus one and a half, and in the first half minus three and a half. So I went back at uh, with their openers for for Kansas City. Where how did they do week one? And the only season since Mahomes took over in eighteen where they lost both the first quarter and the first half was twenty twenty one against Cleveland of all, te all teams. Mm -hmm. uh, really odd. Uh, they lost the first quarter 8-3, lost this, the half 22-10. So that was kind of crazy. The other one time they lost either a quarter or a half was they lost the first quarter in 2020 versus Houston. But there was no fans in the stands. Yeah. And I'm going to factor in the fact that I think the fans at Arrowhead will play a role in Detroit coming off a, coming out to a slower start because Jared Goff's not good in the elements. Yeah. It's just a proven fact. He's better indoors over the course of his career. So, last five openers for Kansas City, they're three and two straight up in the first quarter, plus minus of plus four. In the first half, they're four and one straight up, plus minus plus 5.8. Oh, oh, so that's an average, plus four yeah. and plus 5.8? Okay. Yes. Uh, went back and looked at the Lions on the road last year, because I think that's the best way to judge them how they did last year, because the team's pretty similar on offense uh -huh. coming back. In the first quarter, they went 3-3-2 three, three, and two straight up, plus one. In the first half, they went 2-3-3 three, and three straight up, minus three. They got off to a lot of slow starts. Mm -hmm. That was them on the road last year in the first quarter and first half. It's not a perfect science. But it's a vibe thing where I think I'm getting plus money on both bets. I don't think I lose both both bets. I think I'll at worst split, and I have a chance to go two and zero. Just going from memory, this seems this team seems to get off to slow starts under Dan Campbell. Remember two years ago, the first game of the season against the 49ers, they're down what 24 points. They cut it to I think eight yep. or somewhere around there on the final margin. But oh, that game was ridiculous. Yeah. They're the cardiac cats, right? Yep. That's yeah. what we're calling them. A absolutely right. So for me, I, I don't think it's a bad play there at all in terms of where this team is and that, what kind of start they get off to. You know what I'd like to do research on? And I'm sure in our, you know, in the world there probably is. So we know how we love Andy Reid with time to prepare, right? That's yeah. the thing off of buys or sure. opening games. In that regard, I wonder what their record is ATS 
in first quarters and first halves off of buys. Because the assumption would be, right, if you are well prepared, your scripted plays would probably be have a high rate Successful. of success. Yeah. Yeah. So you probably get off to pretty good starts. You know what I'm saying? There's probably got to be some correlation there. But at your point, Reed, 7-3 ATS, 9-1 straight up in season openers. He's won eight straight straight up. Wow. Andy Reed, that guy's great. Well, he just is, when given time to prepare, you know, I think it gets overlooked. He has now been to, what, four Super Bowls? One with Philadelphia, three with the Kansas City Chiefs. They've been in the last five conference championship games. I mean, they were an offside play from potentially getting to another one. Um, you know, this team has had great success with, obviously, the combination of him and Mahomes. And he was always the guy every, in coach coaches and coaching circles, right? I don't want to go by the media too much, but the coaches and coaches circles would say, like, he was the best guy who hadn't had a ring yet until he oh, finally got Oh, for a long one. time, yeah. Everyone was like, I don't understand how Andy Reid doesn't have a ring based on what he's devised in Philadelphia over all those years. But he, he seems like a very personable and likable coach as well. I watched his press conference from the other day. I can tell you this. He doesn't like to talk about a lot of stuff going on in the organization, which I can appreciate, but kind of hurts when you're trying to get sound bites for the show. That's a good point. <laughs> so, all right, let me ask you both. Either one of you can take this first. Again, we always get wrapped up in a lot of the different stuff. Total. The game is 52, right? What are we looking at right now? 52 and a half. We'll call that the consensus number. I'm seeing 54 now. Are you seeing 54? Yeah. That, I'm seeing 53 and a half. Okay, so, all right. Okay. Right I think there's a wide variety of totals. I've got in front of at the book we're sitting at here at Circa. I've got 52 and a half on my screen. DraftKings at 53 and a half. Other spots are at 54. So, either way, you want to bet this? You should be able to get the number that you want, right? Correct. So, my, my question here is we saw the total come down them all, especially around the time when we knew that Travis Kelsey was going to have some doubt. Right. Bottomed out at 52 and a half. Is the market. Not accounting for if we're right in Kelsey playing and having some workload today, should there be a correction on the total at some point? Well, slightly if you're moving Kansas City up as a five point favorite, which I would assume is going to be the case, right? Yeah. You saw one five already. I'm going to assume that if he does play and is active, we're going to see this close in the range of five. So, to your point, if it's worth a half point to a spread, and even though it's going up to five, it's not that much. Should be worth something to a total. Absolutely right. Just not convinced. Like, I think he's going to play, but maybe it's just red zone packages. Like, I, I don't think he's playing a full complement of snaps that he normally would play. I, I think he's going to be fairly limited. Look, I, whether he plays or not, I don't know if it's completely a benefit to the, excuse me, just simply because how healthy and how effective is he. But overall, just the threat of him makes a difference. Is that a yawn or a burp? A burp. Okay, good. Okay. We got a right. long night. Yeah, I got, I got, I got Tums. You need that? Was that like an acid reflux burp, or it was just like air? It was just air. Okay. Just right. so make sure you're all right. Well, we're no, we're going to dinner after the show. Yeah. I want to make sure you're going to make If you're Dude, yawning, I am taking you trouble. guys to the Taco Bell drive-thru. Calm down. Hey, at least it's a Taco Bell cantina. That's where we want to go. They got balls. Actually, yeah, Cantina Laredo is a good Mexican spot. Oh, I love Mexican food. I'm always down for Mexican. Really quick. All right, you want a total vibes play? You, you like these? I love these vibes. Shots? So we're talking about Kelsey, right? Hyperextended knee. Minus 125 anytime score. Nope. I'll get you one even better. Plus 550. First catch of the game. Who? Kelsey. We're no, spending I, all this time no, talking about, like it. hey, he's not available. The knee, all this kind of stuff. And it's all games. It's all smoke and mirrors. And Andy Reid's got a banger drawn up for the first play. And it's going to be Travis Kelsey. You feeling it? He is not. No? No. Ah, come on. No, I'm not. Man, if he does have the first catch. 
I, know, I was just thinking. I that do too. think <laughs> I, I do envision the situation, the red zone situation, where he comes in and scores that, a touchdown. That's what I'm saying. I agree yeah. with you there. That's much more plausible for me than it is him necessarily having the first catch. I thought he already had Sky Moore for first catch, or maybe because he can't run. There's a double pass where they throw it to him on a screen, and Kelsey throws a pass downfield. By the way, you want another one? Um, we were talking about bad beats. One of the ones that was more memorable for me was, um, remember Delaney Walker? Yeah, yeah. Dude, tight end for tight the 49ers and then yeah. the Titans. So that, that Super Bowl against the Ravens, I had bet him, and I can't remember what the price was, like 10 to 1 for first catch of that Super Bowl. And they actually ran a play for him, but he dropped it going out of bounds. <laughs> <laughs> it was like 10 to 1. That's yeah. the worst. Like, I, the worst. It. I was yep. right. It was, I mean, he didn't cap right. it right because no one caps that. But yeah, right. you had a good feel. Yes, I had a good feel. I actually, and it was funny, it was right at the beginning. So I had all my analysis like, yeah, if you look at it this way. And, <laughs> and then sure enough, they actually go to him and he dropped it. I'm telling you. I got a good read on these first catches. All right? Telling well, you right now. I'm flying away at all those touchdowns I just said I was thinking about betting. I'm just betting all of them. We're going to have fun today. <laughs> See, exactly. We'll get back. We'll get into it. When well, I can lose the money because I'm not paying for dinner tonight. You are. By the way, too, as we were talking about, the total is starting to correct itself. 52 and a half. Oh, I should take you guys to an all-you-can-eat buffet. I got a couple of comps. Oh, I'll put them out of business. Don't kick you out. I'm undefeated, baby. Start <laughs> money here on Visa the Sports Betting Network. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but, like, I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Hot off the presses, Dustin Sweetelson's picks. They're up on the Picks at a Glance page, as well as Amal Shaw's team total play for today. I'm not going to tell you what it is. One, you should have been listening. Two, you can find it up on the website at VSIN.com. You can easily sort through picks, follow hosted guests. You can check out the top VSIN experts leaderboard as well. If you're not a Visa Pro subscriber, well, check out an introductory offer, 19 bucks. Go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe. You know, I just re-upped my subscription. What do you mean account. you re-upped your subscription? I, I emailed B- Bill Lady. I was going to say, like, I, there's something wrong in the back end. Can you re- fix this? So. <laughs> I thought you were saying, I, I did pay for one for like my first like six or seven months here, scared to ask for it. Then they were like, yeah, dummy, there's already one made for you. You just have to activate Work it. Work here, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that's all. I mean, look. 
in my but, defense, too. But, I by the way, that I think that's a testament to how good the information is I was willing to pay for. That's it. right. As an employee, you know, I'm a writer, so I have to constantly check the website and make sure things are in order. So that's all. That's all. Speaking of being in order, the Lions are hoping that their defense is a little bit more in order this year. Third worst defense in the National Football League in terms of EPA per play defensively last season. It was pretty bad. Now, there are a lot of thoughts that maybe they could be a little bit better, and it's not really great when you face the greatest quarterback of all time and Patrick Mahomes. Let's hear what Patrick Mahomes had to say about the defense that he's facing tonight. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the obvious thing is they play they play hard. Like, they play hard the entire game. No matter if it's a good play, bad play, they're going to come back that next snap and, and play extremely hard. Um, and then they do a lot of great stuff scheme-wise. Um, they had a lot of young guys playing last year. You could see even throughout the season how they grew and got better and better. Um, and then they added talent. I mean, they had uh, Sutton from the, the Steelers. They had uh, Gardner Johnson. Obviously, I've played him a couple of times. Great football player. Um, and so they, they've added talent uh, with young guys and veterans. Um, and they play hard, and they got better even last year. So uh, we know it's going to be a, a heck of a football game. And if we don't play our best football, uh, we're not going to go out there and win. A lot of nothing. But either way, I am very interested in this. This is a big part of the handicap of all. As I have said many times, I don't think realistically, like I know that we were talking uh, earlier in the show uh, with our friend from Detroit, uh, Ben Raven, who said that they could maybe make the leap into like 16, 15, which would be about yeah. average. Right. I still think that's a pretty big leap to make from where you were, very bottom of the pack in a lot of metrics, to average when you, all you're really doing is adding some, I would say, average pieces in the secondary and then relying on some rookies, both in the secondary and your linebacker core. You're not wrong in that, but to me, I think when you look at Aiden Hutchison, I think he's got an opportunity to have a big season. Um, you look at, we talk about some of the guys, some of the pieces they have are pretty solid. I, I think they have the opportunity. And one of the things, I think the offense has reached a level now where they're efficient enough, where they can sustain drives a little bit longer than yeah. they have in the past. That always helps your defense. I think that's a a critical part to how good a defense can be. That's why I'm so high on the Jets, because this was such an inept offense last year. Now you're going to have a team that's not going three and out every time, and now you're going to take that defense off the field a little bit. And with Detroit now, if you can have an effective running game to go with the passing game consistently and take some time off the clock, now you're playing fewer plays defensively. There's fewer amount, there's fewer amount of time left in the game, so it helps immensely. Yep. Now, the other aspect of this Chiefs team is the questions about what we're doing with this offense, right? Again, the second consecutive season in which you don't know what you're going to get from the wide receiving core. That is obviously magnified by whatever is going to happen with Travis Kelsey. The name that is out there that Dustin and I keep going back to, let's hear from Patrick Mahomes on Sky Moore. I think he just got more comfortable within the offense. Um, it's a hard offense to learn. We threw a lot at him. Uh, we wanted it because he had to play a lot of different spots last year. And I thought he got more and more comfortable as the season went on. Um, and then obviously coming into the OTAs and in the training camp, um, it was even at another level. Um, and so uh, I'm excited for him to showcase kind of the where he's at. I mean, he's, he's always been talented, but how comfortable he is within the offense, uh, getting more opportunity. Uh, I'm excited for him to go out there and show everybody kind of what I've been seeing. Well, there you go. There's your guy. Offensive player of the year? Is that what we're thinking here? Definitely first team all pro. Let's see. Sky Moore, uh, not listed. <laughs> <laughs> here, I, fi I figured our, our Sky Moore conversation was putting you in a bad mood. Isabel had me uh, bring some Mexican cookies for you. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Wait, I have a question. What is Mexican cookies? What's I mean, they're, the from a, they're from a panaderia uh, back in our yeah, hometown. It's a little bit of different oh. batter. I've yeah. seen them at the store. Yeah. I've definitely eaten them. They're good. Do you like milk? 
I only take milk with cereal only. Okay. Well, I was, these are very solid milk and cookie cookies. Oh, got it, got so. it. Sky Moore, do you think the fact that he wears number 24 makes him deceptively, like, small-looking out there at wide receiver? He does look small, doesn't <laughs> right? he? Yeah. Like, that, and, I mean, he is fast, but that kind of a number makes you look fast. Yeah, you know? 21, 24, those are, like, the numbers, the, the really athletic guys that are fast wear. He's 5'10", by the way. Oh, my, my mom's about to tell us about some Ohio State player that wore 24 and yeah. is like the greatest since like sliced bread. Now, by the way, the greatest quarterback from Ohio State of all time, I forgot to mention it, Johnny Utah, number nine. <laughs> I've never seen the movie Point Break. Oh, oh you, at least uh, you got the reference. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I know that name and that it's not a real person. So. Okay. I just feel like it's a miss on Johnny Utah's part to not go to, you know, Utah. <laughs> the, uh, all right, I have a quick question for you guys. Rapid fire on the divisions here since we're starting tonight. Okay. Uh, NFC South, who's winning it? Ugh. I've got a bet on the Panthers that I have felt less and less great about Dude, as the I, preseason has gone along. I'm I'll stick you. with my guns. What? I thought you were with me on this one. So, Saints. No, I think the Saints are the easy play, but the number on the Panthers made – I thought a lot of the pieces made sense, but I'm going to go yeah. Saints. I think, I think there's a lot of questions that have popped up recently about the Panthers that have me concerned, right. and one of them being maybe Frank Reich stinks and I've been wrong about him all offseason. Sure. I think uh, that is completely fair. I'm going to start a Google Doc here so I can keep track of this for uh, whatever reason. Okay, no, it's fine. AFC South. We'll go to your division, JVT. By Wait, the way, I, I'm officially New Orleans. New Orleans. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Where Where are you officially? At? He has Carolina. I'll go. I'll go official as of if it was a month ago. I think I was going Carolina. I have a lot of offensive line concerns. No Thielen and Chark to start the season. I'm going to lean with the Saints. But I think, but if it's not the Saints, it's the Panthers. It's definitely not the Falcons. All right, Patrick uh, just texted me. He totally picked the Buccaneers, so I'm going to put him down for that. <laughs> uh, also, I don't think the Buccaneers' a 10-1 to 1 is insane because the division's so bad. Yeah. The number's so big. The I, so I was on with Tim and Sean for, you know, the program that's coming up next, Primetime Action, and I brought this up, and, like, I think we forget there are good pieces on Tampa Bay's roster. It's an like, elite defense. The defense is good. There's good secondary linebacker along the defensive line. Skill positions and offense are good. The problem you run into is that your two most vital positions, offensive line and quarterback, and quarterback are your weakest position. And coaching. But, coaching. Yes. but yeah, co he stinks. Todd Bowles stinks. Uh, but you also have an upgrade athletically at quarterback from Brady to Mayfield. I know Mayfield's not as good as Brady, but Brady was still 46, 47 years old. Oh, he was a statue. So that plays into how the offensive line looked a year ago well. I'm not saying that they're going to be good. I'm just saying Baker Mayfield can help bridge that gap for them. Tom Brady, as the passer, though, did kind of drag that team by the scruff of its neck to the postseason. Fair. No, that's totally fair. Tristan Wirfs is the only guy that's consistent on that old line at this point in time. Ali Marpet retired, right? I believe he did. I will double check. It's a weird one. The um, next division? Let's go AFC South. I went there because that's JVT's team. I mean, it's, it's hard. I would like to think that a team like Indianapolis could be pretty competitive, but I think the Jags are good enough that I, they, we'll go chalk and we'll go Jags. Jags. We're, we're, we're all very chalky right now. I don't see it with the Titans. That, that would be my analysis. So I wouldn't lay 155 to win a division, but uh, the Jags are the pick. Well, I'm, then I'm going to go with the division where I know I'm not going chalk. So let's go. I'm kind of moving around for you. I'm sorry. AFC East. Ooh. Best no. division in football? Yes, yeah, I'm to say. I think, I think this one is second behind the AFC North hardest I agree. to judge. I agree. Yes. So I, uh, I have two tickets on two of these teams to win the Super Bowl. I have the Dolphins at 30-1 to 1 very early in the offseason. Yeah. I have the Jets at 25 and like 18-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. But I do believe there is a post-hype buy on the Bills that I am into. And I think everyone's forgetting the continuity they have. Despite I know that they have their issues in the playoffs. 
I still think the Bills are an awesome team, so I'll go Bills. I think it's going to work. I'll go Jets. That's where I'm going, Jets. That defense, combined with Rodgers, Brees Hall being healthy, signing Dalvin Cook, uh, Garrett Wilson, this team's going to be loaded. See, I like the Jets, my Jets Super Bowl play better than the division because I think there's potential with a lot of new pieces to get off to a slow start, remembering how their schedule starts off. So I think they'll be in the postseason and they'll be super dangerous in the playoffs, but I could see all the newness being tough to work in right away. I know we can finish these two. I just yeah. want to note really quickly, since we're talking about this division, I do have a ticket on the Patriots to make the playoffs. Well, that's fine. I don't yeah. think that's out of the out of question. Yeah. Uh, to me, um, we'll get to the other division later, but is this the second-best division in football for your money or the best? I mean, if the Patriots are what I think they can be, you can make the argument this is the best, right? That's where it kind of came in. To me, I go AFC North because I think Pittsburgh might slightly be sure. equal or slightly better than yeah. New England. But if you save New England, then I would go with the AFC East right. being the toughest division. My, my thing with New England is, uh, like, again, I think I brought this up to you guys yesterday, where I like how we, the collective, pick and choose what we view as real and what isn't. <laughs> yes. And so, like, the year where Mac Jones had a dunce as his offensive coordinator, that's the real Mac Jones. But the Mac Jones that led them to 10 wins in the playoffs so the not. real offensive coordinator is not the real. Well, that's Mac always the, that's reason. my favorite thing about McDaniel's is like Mac Jones looked bad because he lost Josh McDaniel's, but Derek Carr looked bad because he gained Josh McDaniel's. Yeah. <laughs> well, Derek Carr's also a weird human being, so that's, that's this. This should be a quick division: NFC East, Cowboys, Cowboys. I'm going Philly. Fly, Philly, fly. I think. For me, with the Cowboys, I picked them also. I have them a plus 190 to win. That price, I think, is... That's a good price. price. That's, that's a price worth I, I tell you what, though, I wouldn't bet the minus 135 on them that I'm seeing right now at DraftKings. All right, we'll take our break. Special guests, come, when we come back, how about that? Mike Tannenbaum's going to be with us, ESPN NFL analyst and former GM. This is Sharp Money with Patrick Maher and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. DraftKings is rolling out happy hour bet boosts each day this week. Today's happy hour superstar super boost hot off the presses is Amon Rossane Brown. 15 or more first quarter receiving yards boosted from minus 150 to plus 150. How about that? Head to DraftKings now to take advantage of today's happy hour boost available until 9 p.m. Eastern time. It is Sharp Money. I'm Jonathan Von Tobel filling in for Patrick Maher. Let's welcome in our next guest, Mike Tannenbaum. Is nice enough to give us some time. Current ESPN insider, former New York Jets general manager. Also, make sure to check out the 33rd team as well. Awesome website. Mike, we appreciate some time. I want to go to social media. Uh, how do you feel about jinxing Jared Goff after tweeting out that his 324 consecutive passes without an interception is the fifth longest streak in NFL history? Yeah, it's definitely a, a mortal lock that he'll throw one tonight, <laughs> right? Maybe in the first series. Yeah, exactly. Could be on a tip pass, but yeah, without question. Hey, look, I think it says a lot about how much you know, his career has been resurrected, guys. You know, like, people feel like, hey, that was a throwaway in the Matt Stafford trade, and, you know, they were trying to get out from under guaranteed money. But, you know, Jared Goff has played really good football over the last nine games of the season last year, guys. The Detroit Lions were 7-2, and two, and they scored the third most amount of points. Yeah, this team has been very impressive. Mike, when you look at them from an offensive standpoint, Goff, as you alluded to, was kind of a guy that was just kind of a throwaway in this uh, transition to Detroit. What do you think has helped him? Is it just coaching, players like Amon Ross St. Brown, emerging, combination of everything? What has it been for him? You know, I think it's a little bit of everything, guys. I think it's scheme. I think it's coaching. I'm a big fan of Ben Johnson. He was someone I had the privilege of working with in Miami. I think it's a really, really good offensive line. And you show me a successful offense, I'll show you a successful 
offensive line, and I think it starts up front. So you mentioned in this stat too, right? Chris Jones, without him there, hard to see the streak for golf ending tonight. So what do you think the impact of Jones' absence is against an offensive line like this for Detroit? Yeah, um, I think it's a massive loss for Kansas City. I'm just, you know, hard-pressed to understand why, um, you know, he's not in camp, and it's not good for him. It's not good for the sport, and I think it gives a massive, massive advantage to Detroit, not only running it, but uh, throwing it as well. Mike, when you say you don't understand why he's not in camp, do you not understand it from his perspective or the perspective of the team not paying him? Well, I, I got to think as soon as Quinn Williams was signed, like, go ahead and get the deal done. You know, he should be above Quinn Williams, below Aaron Donald. And to me, you know, of all the tough deals to get done, this one's pretty easy. Yeah, I'd agree with you there. I think it's a great point. Once Williams was signed, you would expect that to happen. Mike, want to go to some other games in the National Football League, starting with the game in Cleveland this weekend. The Bengals here are a slight favorite on the road. This Browns team has seemed to have Cincinnati's number. From your assessment of Deshaun Watson throughout his career, despite the absence the last couple of years, how effective can he be with the pieces around him with a very good offensive line? Yeah, this is the team that to me has maybe the biggest variance of, of anybody. You know, on paper they got a lot better, but Sean Watson hasn't been the same player now. You know, a lot of excuses last year for obvious reasons, the long suspension, but um, I think there's as much pressure on him and Russell Wilson as any quarterbacks, and I think it's really important for them to get off a good start. They're going against a really young secondary of, of Cincinnati, and there should be opportunities for the Browns. You mentioned Russell Wilson. Can his career get resurrected with Sean Payton? Or has he kind of fallen off the cliff and Seattle saw it well before everyone else? I think it's the latter. He looked like a skilled, diminished athlete to me a year ago. Um, he lost his quickness. And um, when you're when you're also short, you, you need to be quick. And um, I don't know if it's over, but, um, you know, Sean Payton's going to have to get the most out of him. And, um, look, at one point, Russell Wilson was a talented guy, but he just doesn't seem like he's the same athlete right now. Mike uh, Tannenbaum with us here, uh, ESPN NFL Insider, and of course uh, former Jets general manager. So in the betting community, Mike, one of the the popular teams to make a leap this season would be the Chicago Bears. It seems there's a lot of sentiment behind Chicago, you know, making a push in the NFC North. They have better odds to win the NFC North of the Green Bay Packers. Do you understand some hype behind Chicago? What do you think a realistic step forward is for the Bears? You know, maybe seven or eight wins. A little concerned about the offensive line. Tevin Jenkins already hurt. Um, I think they're better. Love DJ more. Um, but this is, to me, the proverbial they're a year away from being a year away. So when it comes to Fields, and it's kind of like a chicken-egg thing, right? Does Fields get better as a passer because he has more, or is there something there where he's just not good to advance? Like, how does he get better as a passer? Does more push him along? Yeah, and I just think better decisions, get rid of the ball quicker, run when it's time to run, throw when it's time to throw. Uh, you got, you know, Cole Komet. Um, I just... To, to me, like, this is an offense that um, they've got to stay on schedule more and use the run for explosive plays when they're there. But, um, again, Chase Claypool has to, to me, be a little bit more reliable. But to me, it's, it starts with D.J. Moore, Cole Komet, and then someone else has to come along in the passing game, and hopefully they can take the next step. Mike, before you came in, we were talking briefly about the AFC's Buffalo and the Jets in particular. Kind of assess where you see both teams going into the season from your perspective. You know, the Jets, to me, the story's the offensive line, guys. Um, you know, Dwayne Brown's hit 38 years old, started 12 games. Mekhi Becton was the 11th pick in 2020, but he's only played in one game. So I think Buffalo is going to be the division winner. I'm a little old school that way where, you know, I think you're the champ until proven otherwise. All right, let's go to something that I know that you're pretty high on here. Um, what do you make of the changes in offense for the Los Angeles Chargers? Is, and this is this going to work for Justin Herbert? 
Yeah, well, considering I came out and said he was going to win the MVP over Patrick Mahomes, it's better, right? Yep. <laughs> um, look, I just think when you think about Kellen Moore, Rashawn Slater, and Quentin Johnston, that's a pretty good triumph for him to improve an already explosive offense. Uh, I mean, a, a, t- a team that should be explosive, and I think you're going to see the ball thrown down more. You know, there's a great stat, ADOT, average depth of target. I think the Chargers will be, you know, one of the better teams in that category, and I think that plays to Justin Herbert's ability to get the ball down the field. And, guys, I could just tell you from building teams, it's hard to find one corner with size and athleticism to cover a guy like Mike Williams. Now to get somebody to cover Quentin Johnston, who I know struggled in preseason. But um, I think the Chargers have really built a really good team. With the with the average depth of target with field or with Herbert, and for people who don't know, he had like the one of the, I think it was the bottom three in average depth of target among qualified quarterbacks last season. How do you what is the balance of that being Herbert not willing to take shots and the offense skewing in that direction? You know, like probably most things in life, guys, a little bit. You know, truth is somewhere in the middle. But like again, I think they they've tried to fix that. I think they have, and uh, I'm really excited to see them play because I, I just think Herbert's so talented. So athletic. I think if you were building a quarterback, I'm hard-pressed to think that it wouldn't look like Justin Herbert. I would agree with you there. The loss of Hargrave on the Philadelphia defensive front, how much of an impact does that have for that Eagles team? And do you believe they can not only repeat in the NFC East, but in the NFC? Yeah, I think they do, but I I have the Patriots winning this week in my upset of the week. Um, Five new stars on defense for Philly, new coordinator in Sean Desai. Um, You know, when you talk to coaches this week, guys, you hear a lot about the unscouted look. And Bill O'Brien's going to be new for the Patriots, and I um, think they'll have some surprises. And, you know, there's been some comparisons already made of Doug Piercy came in and the force multiplier he came, became for Trevor Lawrence. I think we're going to see a lot of that for uh, Bill O'Brien and the Patriots this year. So I, I, we were just talking about one of the wages I've got, I've got Mike, is the Patriots to make the playoffs. Are we forgetting about this team? Like, now that you have a real offensive coordinator in, this is one of the best defenses last year, and they got to eight wins. I, I think that this team's a lot more competitive than we think. I totally agree. Good defense at home. I think they get off to a good start. I think they're going to be in that conversation for the playoffs. When you look at this Patriots team, what is the key, and who has to emerge outside of Ramondre Stevenson for this offense? Well, I mean, if you listen to Bill Belichick and you go by his actions, it's going to be Devontae Parker, uh, somebody who we drafted in Miami. And they signed to an extension. You know, we all thought they'd be in on DeAndre Hopkins. And as he was signed with Tennessee, they were signing Devontae Parker to an extension. And I just think, you know, I'm a big believer, guys. And, you know, you got to go by what you see. And Coach Belichick obviously, you know, feels really good about Devontae Parker. So I think he's going to be a key to their offense along with Mike Gusecki. ESPN NFL analyst Mike Tannenbaum. All right, so uh, out of all the teams, when you talk to people that are receiving a lot of hype, a lot of, hey, this team's going to be very good, what is the team that you don't agree with the most that you're like, I, I just don't really see where people are coming from? Pittsburgh, you know, hate to go against Coach Tomlin, who's, you know, an all-time great Hall of Famer. I just think if the, four, if the three of us were running, you know, an NFL team and we had to draft the quarterbacks currently in the AFC North, I think Kenny Pickett's fourth every time. So, hard to go into the season knowing that you have the worst quarterback and I think he got better but I'm not taking him over any of the, the other three guys and that's why I think it's just gonna be hard for Pittsburgh Mike Tannenbaum again ESPN insider former Jets general manager check out 33rd team as well up on the internet uh, Mike appreciate it man thank you very much all right guys thanks so much appreciate it got thank it. you I like that well I, I think there's a lot of polarizing opinions about what Pittsburgh is going to be and I have to say if I had an opinion changed and not even so much changed I've come around more on 
it would be watching Kenny Pickett in the preseason and what the Pittsburgh Steelers could be. I have them on a teaser for week one against San Francisco. But there are a lot of people who I know Kelly Bidlin, our own Kelly Bidlin, thinks this team is going under and not having a winning record. I, I Pittsburgh's fascinating. I think uh, Kenny Pickett is Daniel Jones light, and Daniel Jones light is a light version of a franchise quarterback. I don't think I, he's that. I think he's better than Daniel Jones. No, stop. He's not better than Daniel Jones. Well, hold Jones. on. He's a better passer. No question about it. That's what a quarterback is. Yeah. Bill Polian, single most important criteria for quarterback accuracy. Well, Bill Polian, Lamar Jackson should be a safety. Bill Polian's also got another important criteria for quarterback. <laughs> All right, we'll take our break, come back, wrap it up. We'll pick our division winners and uh, more before we get out of here on Sharp Money. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Hi, I'm Cindy Crawford, and I'm the founder of Meaningful Beauty. Well, I don't know about you, but like I never liked being told, oh, wow, you look so good for your age. Like, why even bother saying that? Why don't you just say you look great at any age, every age? That's what Meaningful Beauty is all about. We create products that make you feel confident in your skin at the age you are now. Meaningful Beauty. Beautiful skin at every age. Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com. It's NFL opening night. Football's back in DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is hooking up new customers with a can't-miss offer. To celebrate, place your first $5 NFL bet and score $200 your bonus bets instantly. Don't wait till kickoff to get in on the hype. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code SHARP. New customers get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet just $5. That's code SHARP. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook. The crown is yours. It's Jonathan Von Tobel. Amal Shah, Dustin Swiddleson, wrapping it up here. Show went by quick. Did it flew by? Flew by. It's football season, boys. Oh boy, that's what happens. Let, let's get to our final four divisions, and he can give us some more dumb props on who's going to score the first touchdown next All week right. on a Tuesday. We're doing our we're doing our divisional selections before the season begins um, for the NFC South. Amal has the Saints. Dustin has the Saints. I have the Panthers. Patrick texted me. He has the Buccaneers. <laughs> Um, for the AFC South, Amal has the Jags. Dustin has the Jags. I have the Jags. Patrick has the Houston Texans. Uh, all right. Let's see. This is the NFC East. The Jets for Amal. Bills for Dustin. Jets for myself. Patrick has the New England Patriots. Where are we going next? 
Uh, we mentioned the NFC East quickly, right? We said, uh, I said Philly, oh, Cowboys, both, yep, you're you right, both said you're Dallas. Right. Yeah, Patrick had the Commanders, thank you for reminding me. <laughs> Loki, he loves the Commanders, though. I he really get it. does. I get, I get uh, it, to a certain extent. Let's go to a couple of easier divisions, then we'll go to two hard ones remaining after that. Let's go to the uh, AFC, or I'm sorry, the NFC West. NFC West, I am going to go, I hate being so chalky here because I'm not a chalk guy, but I'm going Niners. Niners. Yeah, I think it's hard to, only because I, I don't think, I think Geno Smith's plummeting back down to earth. I would agree with you. I, I think there was a whole offseason of film of everything. He, he threw five passes in the combined, like, three or four seasons leading up to last year. Yep. No one knew what kind of quarterback Geno Smith was anymore. Now there's film on it. He's going to be dissected. He, he's also, I would point this out, so, like, a lot of the things you like to see in, like, regressions, like statistics, High rate of turnover-worthy plays that did not turn into turnovers. So that's going to come right back down to earth. The accuracy there as well. Yep. A, a lot of his successful metrics were built on like a four-week span. If you look at him after week nine, he was very below average in a lot of different categories. The, the Drew Locke era begins? <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> but I tell you what, I mean, to be honest with you, I, I honestly think that Seattle is a contender for if you like to get in like some of the alternate markets, the derivatives, like yeah. going under on an alternate win total for Seattle, oh, yeah. I think is something worth looking at. I also want to make clear, while I think the 49ers win that division, I still think they're a candidate to go under their win total. Like they can win that nine, ten wins and still win that division. I don't disagree with that, but I still think this team is very dangerous in the NFC. Well, I think the same thing I said about Geno Smith applies to Brock Purdy, is he caught everyone by surprise. No one knew what he would be and how he would play. Obviously, they scouted him for the draft, but there's a reason why he almost went undrafted. So I do think that he is not the lock everyone thinks he is to be this franchise guy this year. So we all win 49ers? Yeah, I think Patrick had the Cardinals, right? That's right. Yeah, 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 yes, yes, yeah. 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 The, um, he's gonna, also, he's going to parlay all of his division winners. <laughs> AFC West. I'm going to go with... The Los Angeles Chargers. I like. I, I'm. I'm in lockstep with our guy Mike Tannenbaum. I, I think Herbert's going to be pretty live in this new offense. I heard a lot of rave things from people that were down there at camp uh, throughout the summer. I think Herbert's awesome. I. Th I think Staley, if he reverts back to the guy who was doing the right things, we had our conversation yesterday about win probability, going back to being aggressive the way he should on fourth downs. I think that this is something that the Chargers can finally kind of take a step. This is the first time. I'm drinking the Chargers Kool-Aid. I'm in. So I'm also going to bet the Chargers to win the Super Bowl. And I also think the Chiefs getting that second ring, I think now they don't care about winning divisions. Now the ultimate goal is the Super Bowl. So if things somehow go wrong Ooh, during go the, the year, NBA route, huh? as long as they get in the playoffs, they don't care. They have Patrick Mahomes. He's the great elixir. And by the way, I, I think the Chargers are loaded. That defense has a chance if it can come together to step up and really help out that offense. And I think it's a big year for them. Uh, I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I, I love the Chargers on paper. I wouldn't lay the price with Kansas City at minus 165. I do believe that they win it. I think the better bet is the Chargers at plus 290. But at the end of the day, I still think 15 is the best player on the planet. I think you make the case the Chargers at plus 290 is the most talented team to be getting that much value. I would I would disagree with that. I would say the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Cleveland's there. I think yeah. Chargers are better than Cleveland. No, we're not saying they're not, but when you look at the price on the Browns. Yeah, with your qualifier. Well, I, yes, exactly. Okay, yes, gotcha, yeah, gotcha. with your qualifier of price with talent, I think, yeah. Cleveland's he doesn't there. listen to himself speak. These are high-level conversations we're having <laughs> yeah, here. Exactly. <laughs> I'm just looking at those cookies. <laughs> Let's go. We you're going to get them in six it, minutes. Hold Isabel on, calm offered, down. Yeah, Isabel made sure to uh, bring two. Tell her thank you. All right, AFC, I'm sorry, NFC North. Oh, Green Bay. Bears. So I was with you earlier on the Bears. 
And as the season progressed, I'm going to go to the great state of Wisconsin. I also think we're completely disrespecting the Vikings. I think the Vikings are a lot better than we're acting like at plus 290 also to win the North. I know there was a lot of luck on their side a year ago, but I think they are much better than we are talking about. I, I don't disagree with you there. However, at 4-1, to one, yes. Green Bay with this defense, their 21 is better than everybody else's 21 in the division. It's the quarterback that's up in the air. And I look at it, Jordan Love as a potential bonus if he gives you anything. I can't get there because I think Matt LaFleur before he had Aaron Rodgers in Tennessee. He called a very rudimentary offense that was not electric at all, did not have a lot of big plays. And I don't believe, I believe he has benefited from having Aaron Rodgers these last few years. And I don't know if Jordan Love can get that out of Matt LaFleur, what, he, what he's done as a coach the last To build on your point, it's a very simple handicap for me. You cannot tell me that the Bears have a better chance of winning this division than the Green Bay Packers. So I, I'm going with, I picked the Packers because it's also the bet that I've made. Yeah. Realistically, I, I agree with your point. There's the Vikings can regress from 13 and 4 with a negative point differential, but still be a 9 or 10 win team and win this division. Yeah. So I think from a value standpoint, and that's why I'm picking them to just win the division for this exercise, but Green Bay offers one of the, the best value in that division. I get that. We didn't do AFC North, did we? That's, that's the hardest saved, one. That's yeah. why I saved it for last. Yeah. AFC North, go ahead. It's uh, If you got the VSIN Pro Football Betting Guide, you saw that I have a Super Bowl play and an MVP play on a player from this team in this division. So I'm going to also bet them to win the division, and that would be the Ravens plus 235. I love the Ravens. We're both going the same way, I think, right? You're going Cincinnati? No, I'm going Browns. I'm, yeah, Browns based on a 4-1. to yeah. Boom, just like that. I think Here, Patrick's he, got the Steelers. Here's the thing. I did give him the Lions, though, so you know, he gets his guys. Look, the Bengals have a great shot to get to the Super Bowl and win it all. The Ravens as well. But when you look at 4-1, to They've got a better offensive line than everybody in that division. I agree. They've got the best edge rusher in that division. I, I like uh, Trey Hendrickson and Sam Hubbard in Cincinnati, but the best edge rusher and Roquan Smith in Baltimore is great, but is Miles Garrett. This team's got great corners. Marlon Humphrey's out. You've got Denzel Ward with the Browns. I know he's dealing with a concussion, but to me, when you look at this Browns team, and I haven't even mentioned, I don't know where you come out on Nick Chubb, JVT. I don't know. He's 1A, B, or C is the best yeah, running back in football. One, yeah, I agree with the best running back. Probably, I guess, because of longevity, you give it to Henry. But, yeah, yeah. he's a, he's up there for sure. I also uh, think they have better weapons than people are talking. Like, Amari Cooper, I don't know why what happened, but, like, he's a very productive receiver, and um, pe people are down on him. He His his receiving prop for the year is 950 and a half receiving yards. He's going to be the number one target. Absolutely. Donovan Peoples-Jones, Elijah Moore's look great. They also drafted Cedric Tillman this year. Yeah. And a year ago, they drafted a guy out of Purdue who I still think will be a productive Stubblefield? receiver, David Bell. Oh, I'm sorry, David I don't know why I said Stubblefield. Offensive line's great. Like, there's no reason not to like the Browns. I, I, I don't disagree. I just think the Ravens are a monster. I don't disagree with you, but to me... You yeah. convince me any team in this division, really. Except, no, except Pittsburgh, yeah. I get it. But what JVT's point is, and I don't want to speak for you, but when you look at it, if Deshaun Watson plays as JVT alluded to in, what, 2019 or 2020? Yeah. I mean, who's stopping this team? Yeah, I just, I don't know what his headspace is. I'll be like, that's part of it. It's like, I don't know where he's at mentally. Like, I, I don't know if, if everything has gotten to him. All it is is negativity that surrounds him for the rest of his life, for the rest of his career. Like, he's not going to move past hearing about what happened. Well, at least, look, I grew up in Cleveland. Not a ton of massage parlors in town, so I think he should be okay. I can't. 
I should, probably shouldn't be typing while I'm doing this, but I'm putting it all together for us. <laughs> you so. just casually just spit something <laughs> yeah. out that you're going to regret later. Uh, no, yeah, I was going I was I wanted to make a, a joke as well, but all right, so for you, Saints, Cowboys, 49ers, Bears, Dustin, those are your division winners. Jaguars, Bills, Chargers, Ravens in the NFC. I'm all Saints, Eagles, 49ers, Packers, uh, Jaguars, Jets, Chiefs, and Browns for them all there. And then for myself, Panthers, a, uh, Cowboys, 49ers, and Packers in the NFC, Jaguars, Jets, Chargers, Browns in the AFC. All right, then let's just do it. Who wins the Super Bowl? Season starts tonight. I gave it out in the guide. I, I, have a, I have three in pocket right now. Okay. I have the Dolphins. I have the Jets. And then this team that I just mentioned, the Ravens. I have the Baltimore Ravens winning it all. Uh, I believe I got 18 to 1, 20 to 1, somewhere in that range. No. Going San Francisco 49ers. Mm, nice. I like it. Congratulations to, for the first time since 1996, Dallas Cowboys <laughs> are going to win the Super Bowl. I don't hate it. Dak Prescott getting traded? No, come on. That's a ridiculous <laughs> thing. Again, there's so many. The Trey no, Lance era begins. <laughs> such, Can't a large, wait. such a large sample size of good quarterback play. But last year, it's like, nope, that's who he is. He stinks. My guy Dak's going to be just fine. Just you watch. All right, I'm so not worried about the IT. Bets on tonight. Too. You're on over Chiefs. Yes. Over 29, 29 and a half. half. Yes. Total minus four and a half. Sky more over 43 and a half receiving yards. Chiefs first quarter minus one and a half. First half minus three and a half. At Dustin Sweetelson for the anytime touchdown pl uh, plays for me. All right, check out the website, vsin.com. A ton of good content up there. And make sure you just stick around because vsin primetime is going to have you covered up at the kickoff and the first 30 minutes of the game. Football season's here, folks. Good luck. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.